Hello, my name's Ian Forth and welcome to Sombrero Fallout, where we listen to alternative music through the prism of intriguing themes. Well, hello there. It's August 2021, and within the last week or so, I have seen a musical documentary, not once, but twice. And that is The Sparks Brothers, Edgar Wright's documentary on 50 years of the Brothers Male and their band Sparks, uh, the legacy of that band and um, all the musical genres and groups they've influenced over the years. We're going to do our own compressed version of that today on this hour's podcast. So we're going to be listening to some of the great cuts from Sparks and some of the bands that they've influenced. Bands such as Suede, Nirvana, New Order, Talking Heads, Pulp. They might be giants. And we might even have one or two collaborations that Sparks have come up with over the years. But we're going to start with, and what we're going to do, sorry, today, is we're going to pair off uh, Sparks tracks with, rather as we did with the New Order episode, we're going to pair off tracks which have some sort of similarity thread between them. And with these first two, there's a band who, when they went into the studio to record their first album, said they wanted their guitars to sound like Kimono My House, the classic Sparks album. So see if you think um, on this track that they succeeded. Setting for 
Sparks are usually noted for their influence from on keyboards and synthesizer bands. But Adrian Fisher's guitar playing on their classic 1974 album, Kimono My House, shouldn't be overlooked, nor was it uh, by artists such as Kurt Cobain. And the early Sex Pistols uh, tracks, Steve Jones and Paul Cook spent a lot of time listening to the guitars on those 1974 Sparks albums. And there you can see the influence. Uh, what you heard there was Amateur Hour from Kimono My House from 1974, Sparks' first English album, followed by Love Buzz from 1989's album Bleach, the debut from Nirvana. Now, as I say, Sparks may be more noted for their playfulness being a, a legacy that they left behind, and none more so than on the band we're going to be hearing from next. But paradoxically, the Sparks track comes 20 years after the band which they ostensibly um, influenced. It's cyclical, if you will. But certainly reading interviews with the band in question, Propaganda, the second 1974 Sparks album, was a key influence um, on this band. And let's hear them paired up here. I wish you were fun. I wish you were fun in every way. I wish you were fun to brighten the dark cold winter day. In every other way, I find you amazing but one. I wish you were fun.
Constantinople, now it's Istanbul, now Constantinople, been a long time gone. Constantinople, now it's Turkish delight on a moonlit night. Every gal in Constantinople lives in Istanbul, now Constantinople, so if you've a date in Constantinople, she'll be waiting in Istanbul. Even old New York was once New Amsterdam. Why they changed it, I can't say. People just liked it better that way. So take me back to Constantinople. No, you can't go back to Constantinople. Been a long time gone. Constantinople, why did Constantinople get the works? That's nobody's business but the Turks. Istanbul. New Amsterdam Why they changed it I can't say You just liked it better that way Istanbul is Constantinople Now it's Istanbul and Constantinople Been a long time gone and Constantinople Why did Constantinople get the works? That's nobody's business but the Turks No, you can't go back to Constantinople. Been a long time gone. Constantinople, why did Constantinople get the works? That's nobody's business but the Turks. Istanbul. So there you heard Istanbul, not Constantinople, from They Might Be Giants, from their 1997 album Flood. And apologies in advance to Andrew McClelland, who I interviewed for Sombrero Fallout, and you'll be hearing that in uh, a couple of, either the next episode or the one after, I haven't quite decided yet, um, who said, you haven't played any of They Might Be Giants on Sombrero Fallout, let's put that right. <laughs> Andrew will have proved to be a fraud and a charlatan, because in fact I will have done by the time the programme goes out. Uh, sorry about that, Andrew. And before that, you heard I Wish You Were Fun by Sparks from their 2018 album Hippopotamus, which was, I think, a, I'm right in saying a top 10 album. And the first time they'd achieved that for very many years. Uh, it's really terrific, actually. You, if you stopped listening to Sparks in 1974, or indeed if you've only got a passing interest in them, uh, that's one of the four or five albums you should target straight away. Now, the next track is one of my very favourite Sparks tracks, and we'll be hearing a, a legacy influence of it afterwards. But really worth listening to the lyrics if you can. They're a little hard to pick out at times. But to give you an example of the cleverness of Ron Mayles' lyrics, here we have a couple of animals talking to each other as they observe uh, the, the animals who have been selected to go on Noah's Ark being taken away. The hooves and the paws and claws and feet saunter up the gangway. The randomness sampling is complete. God, could there be some way? And if I could wear a hood, or by the way I stood, sneak aboard with you. Um, <clears throat> it's, uh, it's something which, as you can see, to my 12-year-old mind, impressed itself a great deal. Uh, back all those years ago and I could sing the whole thing but perhaps we're all better advised to actually listen to the track now Oh, 
Nitrate from Suede from the mid-90s sometimes, early single. And uh, before that, you heard Bon Voyage from Sparks from their second 1974 album, Propaganda. And the other thing that those two tracks have in common is uh, two minutes of unnecessary fade-out. So uh, I've done what I very rarely do on uh, Sombrero Fallout. I have edited accordingly. Um Maybe maybe it was a little unconscious tribute from Suede to Sparks. Maybe. On to one of the uh, handful, maybe three or four tracks that were indelibly associated with the band Sparks. In 1979, at something um, uh, of a, a, I was going to say a cul-de-sac, a, a fork in their fortunes has happened numerous times over the years. They'd They'd paired up with um, Todd Rundgren, not particularly successfully, then with Muff Winwood, very successfully, and then with uh, Bowie's producer, Tony Visconti, for some later 70s albums. And that was okay. Songs like Looks, 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 uh, which were, you know, they'd sold all right, but they were really falling behind the times, and punk rock um, had not done them any favours. Then, in 1979, they invented synth-pop and synth-rock by pairing up with Giorgio Moroder. Uh, this is a song that uh, many of you be familiar with. And I could have paired this with Erasia, with Yazoo, with Depeche Mode, yeah, but I've gone with a sombrero fallout favourite, New Order. Partly because New Order took such a dramatic uh, left turn at this stage in their music, having been invented post-punk and gothic music two or three years earlier. They then popularised um, this new synth pop through the song I'm, I'm going to play. And partly because if you watch Sparks' documentary... Steve Morris, the drummer of uh, Joy Division and New Order, and his wife Gillian Gilbert, say before they recorded Love Will Tear Us Apart, they only listened to two albums. One was Frank Sinatra, 
which I think Ian Curtis listened to to get the vocal croon. And the other was the album from which this song hails. Thank you. 
Two key inflection points in modern music there. The first song you heard was the number one song in Heaven by Sparks from 1979, um, critical single, which, as I indicated, gave birth to the synth-pop movement, really. It was the, the grandfather, the godmother, call it what you will. And one band I omitted from the list I reeled off there was, of course, the Pet Shop Boys and the duality of the two characters in the Pet Shop Boys. You can see those as being the legacy of the yin and the yang of the two characters in Sparks, perhaps. Not just perhaps, for sure. Then secondly, you heard uh, Temptation, and that was the moment, I guess, in 1982, when New Order finally said, we're going to turn our back on the thing we were doing in Joy Division. Thanks for the good times, but we've got uh, Rinky Dink Italian Disco in mind now. Uh, and they, they <laughs> goodness me, they made a success of it. A year later came... Blue Monday, but Temptation, track you heard there, was really the start of that journey. I'm going to play next a track which is the last one on Kimono, My House. Again, brilliant Ron Mayle lyricism, wordplay. Uh, the idea is, the conceit is that um, a bloke has decided to meet up with a female. The rendezvous 
uh, I think it's uh, 3 p.m. March the 10th. Uh, but the place is the equator. And then <laughs> and then I will follow that up with a track from five years later, which puts a post-punk jacket uh, around the rather absurdist lyrics, this time around the air that we breathe. And um, also takes to a degree perhaps the, the, the slightly strangulated vocal conceit as well. Enough talking from me. Let's hear the music. He could have, 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 he could have,
thought there was rather a lot of sparks about that track that's air from david byrne and his talking heads album fear of music from 1979 and before that you heard equator which is the last track on 1974's kimono my house by sparks and that saxophone you could hear towards the end of that track is evidently a sort of parping mellotron sound from ron male's keyboard rather than an actual uh, an actual saxophone facts fans and if you want lots more facts then go and see the Sparks Brothers documentary which is out now in August 2021 and probably will still be available somewhere at unspecified points in the future with Sparks there is one track which is and probably will always uh, be indelibly associated with the band Thank <laughs> you. 
All my friends from the 2007 or 8, somewhere around there, album by LCD Sound System, Sound of Silver, James Murphy and his gang, with that frantic keyboard playing, heralding back, the lineage goes, goes, you can thread it through to This Town Ain't Big Enough for Both of Us by Sparks, their 1974 uh, first track and single on Kimono My House. One of the few gripes I have with the Sparks Brothers documentary is that interviewees continually refer to this town ain't big enough for the both of us. There's no the in it, guys. No the. Okay. That gripe aside, do go and see it. As time went on, Sparks collaborated more and more. They um, got together with Jane Wyden, I hope I've pronounced that correctly, from the Go-Go's for cool places in the 80s and then in the late 90s. Faith No More they paired up with on their plagiarism album. There have been others. But Franz Ferdinand, they actually formed a supergroup with called FFS, cleverly. Alex Capranos and his band. Johnny Delusional, that's a great song, which is featured in the movie. I've gone for another one to play us out tonight. Yes, good stuff. That was FFS, the supergroup formed by Franz Ferdinand and Sparks. Actually, I was incorrect. It was only six years ago in 2015 from the album FFS. That was Police Encounters. 
Yeah, there wasn't anything preceding that. That was it. Uh, thanks, Sparks. Thanks to Edgar Wright for the documentary you've done there. There's a film uh, coming up and whose details elude me, but Sparks have done the soundtrack finally after years of being thwarted. First, they were going to do a film with Jacques Tati, then they spent six years trying to get a film together with Tim Burton. It didn't happen. Finally, it is happening. Apparently, it's got a standing ovation at Cannes for what that counts. So it's clearly going to be worth seeing. You've already seen it in the future, as I continually point out. Quick, uh, rather pitiful self-advertisement. Don't forget to become a friend of Sombrero Fallout on Facebook. If you aren't already, you'll be very welcome. We've had a lot of activity over the last couple of weeks, particularly around Sparks, actually. Uh, it's been Sparks Week. So that's been great. And a few other things have been um, happening as well. You'll find out all about it if you all about it. If you go online, you'd be very welcome. As long as you're not a freak. Even if you are, you can join, I dare say. The right sort of freak. Sparks are the right sort of freaks, weren't they? That was uh, it was great to hear from them tonight. I'm not quite sure what we'll be doing uh, what we'll be playing next. So I can't re- not sure whether we'll be doing that Andrew McClelland interview. I did another interview with Pinko Fowler. Um, a couple of weeks ago, which I think I've already mentioned, and a um, uh, little sneak preview. I'm wondering whether I might do a little spin off podcast of interviews. So, if anyone's got views on that, do write in and let me know. You can either go via the Facebook site, or if ever people don't want to go by that but do want to contact me anyway, you can always get hold of me at iandekerforth at gmail.com. I A N D W E K E R. F-O-R-T-H at gmail.com Everything's good on the home front. I hope everything's good on your home fronts. Strange times as I speak. Um, Still smeared in COVID all over New South Wales and I'm very sorry to hear that. Not doing quite so badly in some of the other states but uh, guys, it's not a race. It's not a competition. We're all going for gold. See you in a couple of weeks' time. Bye for now.